Uh, so thank you, Levi, for leading. And it was just, I was just thinking through that last song, how cool it is that on this Father Day, Father's Day that we can sing um, about our Father, who we can, you know, we don't, we're not trying to be perfect when we come in here. We're not trying to look a certain way, talk a certain way. We're just bringing who we are to the Father. We're, we're, we don't have to say all the right things and, um, you know, have all the Bible memorized, but we can just come to him with all of our sin, all of our problems, and all the things we rejoice and can thank God with, and we can just come to him as a Heavenly Father. And it's cool that today we can sing that song on Father's Day, but today we're also starting our vision series. Uh, we're talking about knowing God, and so we can talk about our Heavenly Father and how we can know him and know him personally and through relationship with him. Uh, so last week, Matt introduced the vision series, but today we're going to start with knowing God. Next week, he'll do experience and community, and then following, he'll do um, being on mission. Uh, I don't remember the last, multiply. Um, so we're going to take a look at a passage of someone uh, who wanted to sit at the Lord's feet just to know him, just so she could know him more and learn from him. And before we start, I just want just for you to remember back, whether it's your own father, whether it's a father figure in your life, maybe it's an uncle or grandfather, just sitting at their feet, listening to the stories that they told, because you just wanted to soak them up. You just wanted to be with them. Um, my father's not much of a storyteller, but my uncle was a storyteller, and so we would just go to him, listen to him, because I just wanted to hear what he had to say. And so when the passage we're going to, think about, we're going to talk about Martha and Mary in Luke 10. So if you have your Bible, turn to Luke 10. But think of the father figure in your life that you would go to and just sit at their feet and to listen to them. And so much more than that that we're going to read, we can go to Jesus, go to Scripture, and to sit at his feet and learn about him. Um, so I'm going to pray before we start, so you can keep turning. But before we read Luke, I'm going to pray. Father God, thank you for being a heavenly father and loving us even in our sin, in our pain, our sorrow, and that, Lord, you call us to, I mean, you want us to bring up that to you. I mean, that song, uh, come to the altar, just bring your shame to you, Lord, and that you are welcoming, welcoming us with open arms because you love us, Lord, and you're not loving us because of what we've done or what we haven't done or what we've said or what we haven't said. You're loving us because that's who you are. And, Lord Jesus, I pray that we honor you and for what you've done for us, and that you've saved us, uh, and that we can spend eternity with you, and we get to know you for eternity, Lord, and be in relationship with you. So, Lord, now I, I just ask for a blessing on the reading of your word and the teaching of your word, Lord, and God, I pray um, that it's honoring to you, and Lord, that you will um, just speak through me, oh God. And Lord, I pray you'll just move in our hearts, for those that are here and those that who may listen later. And God, I pray you just move through all of us and continue to move through the bridge. And um, I pray that we honor you as a church, Lord. So God, love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so I hope you guys have gotten to Luke 10 by now. We are going to be in verses 38 to 42. And we're going to read about Martha and Mary and their interaction with Jesus. So I'm reading out of the ESV. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. 
And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. But one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. So, like I just said, we have Jesus, Mary, and Martha. And Jesus was on his journey, and he got to this town, a village called Bethany. And Bethany is where Mary and Martha lived. And so verse 38 says that Martha invited Jesus into her home. And like in most cultures, hospitality was very important. So it was very important that Martha would invite Jesus into her home or whoever's home this is. We weren't sure whose home this was, but we do know uh, that Martha was the servant of this home. So the word mar in Greek, so beginning of Martha, means mistress. But think of it as she was in charge of the house. She would be the one to do the housework and serve those who would come into the house. Uh, and then, so Martha's sister Mary comes in, and she just sits at the Lord's feet. And she was just soaking in what Jesus had to say. But while Mary was sitting at the Lord's feet, Martha was distracted by the housework she was having to do. And she was really angry at Mary because she wasn't helping with the housework. And so Martha wanted, the, got, wanted Jesus to go in there, tell Mary to come help with the housework. And Jesus responded with, you're anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. But Mary's positioning of sitting and listening at the feet of Jesus is the proper place of a disciple. If you're going to want to learn from somebody, you, you want to be at their feet. You're going to be right beside them. Think of discipleship of if you're going to be, say, for example, a Walmart employee, the best way to learn is not learning things on a computer. Here's how you stock shelves. Here's how you mark prices. The best way to learn is to go behind someone who's done it before. So, so the, the best way to be a disciple is to follow those who have come before you or to follow your leader into, uh, so you can be the best employee that you can. So Mary was sitting at Jesus' feet, listening to his teaching. And this is the proper place of, of a disciple. Paul was educated by a man named Gamaliel. And he was, so Paul was Gamaliel's disciple. And this is what he said about sitting at his feet. Acts 22.3 says, I am a Jew born in, born in Tarsus in Cilicia, but brought up in this city, educated at the feet of Gamaliel, according to the strict manner of the law of our fathers being zealous for God, as all of you are this day. Now, he wasn't just educated by, Gam by Gamaliel, but he, was but he emphasized being educated at the feet of Gamaliel because this is his proper position. If he wanted to learn best from Gamaliel, it was at his feet learning. And like I said, verse 40, we're told that Martha was working and serving. This is, what, this is what's her job. This is what she was supposed to be doing. But it wasn't at the feet of Jesus. Jesus had come in, and that was the proper place for, for Martha to be. And so she was upset that Mary wasn't helping. Uh, I can just see the sister interaction of, you know, doing all the work. She's in the kitchen or wherever she was cleaning. And she's like, oh, man, why, why Mary's not helping me out? Um, 
And so she wanted Jesus to be like, because she went to Jesus and she wanted Jesus to say, yeah, Mary, you really should be helping your sister. But um, Jesus put Martha in her place and saying, no, she's a, Mar- Mary has chosen the best portion. Mary has done what, what is right. Mar- Martha thought she was doing what was right by serving, but Jesus emphasized that she's doing the better portion, the good portion. So don't take that away from her. Don't take her away from sitting at my feet. That is where she should be and where you where she should be and where you should be, Martha. Because she was distracted. Martha was distracted by her work, by the busyness of what she should be doing. And she couldn't even think about being where she should be, sitting at the feet of Martha. So Jesus responds to her by saying, Martha, I hear you, but you're anxious, you're struggling with a lot, and these worries are ultimately keeping you from listening to me and from hearing me. And if she would have sat at the feet of Jesus, she would have been comforted by him. Because Jesus could tell she was anxious and troubled. But she kept being busy to get her work done. But Jesus would have comforted her if she would have sat at his feet. So here's the thing. She, she doing her work is a good thing. And her serving is a good thing. But sitting, sitting at the feet of Jesus is better. So working, doing our job is a good thing. And being, you know, doing a lot of things, whether it's uh, playing baseball and helping out with baseball teams or doing dance and doing uh, dance recitals. But if we're too busy to not even listen to Jesus, we're just, we need to figure that out. We need to say, all right, what in our life is keeping us too busy to listen to Jesus? Because if we're busy, I mean, we, we're anxious and we're dealing with troubles and we're not going to Jesus, then we need to figure out what in our life is causing that. So this series, this first series is about knowing God. Mary chose to know God. Mary chose to know Jesus. Mary chose to sit at his feet. Martha chose to be busy and to do work. So we get to be in relationship with God. Because of Jesus and what he's done for us on the cross, we get to be in relationship with God. And so in the story, we need to look at Mary. Mary chose the good portion, the better portion. And we need to follow her example by sitting at her feet. Now, she could have been distracted with Martha by serving, but she, just chose, but she chose and decided to know Jesus because she wanted to sit at his feet to learn from him and to know him. We have the Bible to know him. I mean, he's not sitting here today where we can just listen to him, but we do have him in our heart. We have the Holy Spirit living in us. We have scripture to know what he says. And we can pray to him to tell him our problems and what we need. So we can talk and we can sit at his feet. So knowing God is a gift that we have. Because we were sinful. We were separated from God. God chose to send his son Jesus to die for us. Because he loved us. So we could spend eternity with him. So we get to know the most high God. And we get to know the creator of the infinite space, all the stars in the world. Uh, and the creator of the depths of the ocean that we have barely even discovered. Um, we get to know the God who created uh, narwhals. So we saw a narwhal in a museum the other day, and they're a very, very fascinating animal. And we get to know God, the God who created that weird-looking mammal with a horn sticking out of his head. But he chose us, and he said he made us in, our, in his image because he loved us, and we get to spend eternity with him, and we get to spend eternity knowing him. 
So for us believers, knowing God is the beginning of everything we do. So we can't experience community and multiply without knowing God because we can't know his will for our lives. We have to begin with knowing God. And John 17 says, John 17, 3 says, and this is eternal life, that you know the one true God in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. So Jesus tells us eternal life is with knowing God and spending eternity with him. Eternal life isn't doing work. It's not, you're not going to earn eternal life. You get eternal life by receiving Jesus and knowing him. So being busy isn't going to get us eternal life, and how much money we make isn't going to get us eternal life, only through Jesus. So how many times do we go through a week where we're just distracted and busy, and we don't even spend time to, in Scripture? Or maybe we pray only at dinner. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of this, too, where weeks can just get busy. Things just stack up one after another, and things you don't even know are going to come um, uh, into the week that make it busy will start coming. And because we can say, I'll put off reading Scripture later, but who knows what's going to make us busy. Uh, so we need to look at our lives and say, all right, what is causing us to be busy and not know God? So how often do we neglect coming to God because of the busyness of our lives? And the world tells us it's better to be busy. It's better to have something every hour of the day until you sleep. But God wants us to know him. God wants us to sit at his feet like Mary did. So we need to be like Mary and sit and know God. So how do we know God? So I kind of mentioned it. But first, if you are a follower of Jesus, you have a restored relationship with God. So we can come to him freely. We don't have to go through priest. We don't have to go through anybody else. We can just come to him where we are. Uh, whether you're driving with your eyes open, praying while you're driving, or whether you're at work, whatever it is, we can come to him in prayer at all times. And he wants us to. He, he says pray without ceasing. Prayer is uh, the mo uh, most important. So that's how we just talk to him. That's how we share, Lord, here's where I'm struggling and I need your strength. Lord, I need you to move in this way. And if you have trouble praying, you're like, I don't need, David, I don't even know how to pray. Well, I'll, there's a guide that I've used for a long time called the ACTS, A-C-T-S, Prayer Guide. And that is Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, Supplication. And this is just an easy way to go through and pray. Um, so adoration is just praising God for who he is and what he's done. Conf confession is confessing your sin and what you've done. Thanksgiving is thanking God for saving you and thank you, thanking him for the blessings he's given us. And supplication is finally where you say, God, here's what I need. Whether it's, Lord, I need this new job, Lord, and I need you to provide a job. God, I, I, I don't know where money's coming in this week, and I need you to provide. So that is the ACTS Guide of Prayer. And it's been very helpful for me um, to do because it's just an easy way to remember where you adore the Lord, you confess your sins, you thank him, and you ask Lord for what you need. Secondly, we know, God, we know what God says by reading scripture. The Bible isn't a self-help book, but we do know um, what Jesus has done for us, and we know how to live because of what Jesus has done. So the Bible is a book of hope, truths, and more, most importantly, it's the redemption story of what Jesus has done for us throughout the Bible. The Bible is about Jesus and how he came and saved us. Jesus showed us how we, we should live. For example, Matthew 6 is just full of ways of how we should live, the Beatitudes. 
And we know God and his plan for us by his word. And there's plenty of uh, reading plans out there. If you're struggling and you don't know where to go, uh, I wouldn't just go to, to you know, Song of Solomon and start reading, but I would start with the reading plan and maybe in starting in Luke or like we're doing today and just start reading scripture and asking the Holy Spirit to move in you and to teach in you. So to close, um, knowing God, like I said earlier, is the way we're going to move into next week and experience community. We can't experience community if we don't know God. We can't experience a biblical community if we don't know God. And we can't know how to do his mission without knowing God. And so this week, just ask the Lord, Lord, what do I need to get rid of? What do I need to put aside to know you more this week? Let's pray. God, thank you for that we do get to know you. Thank you for your goodness and your, your word. And thank you for that we can come to you freely and, and uh, we can come bring our troubles, our pains, our sorrows to you and that you will listen to us. You will hear us. And you will give what we need for your glory, Lord. So, God, I pray that we will know you and uh, just continue to dig deep in Scripture, to meditate on your Scripture, to hear what you have to say, Lord. And, God, that we can then go on to experience community by gathering as a church and then going out on mission to sharing the gospel. So, Lord, help us this week know you more and hear from you. And God, I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.